0: Praise the Lord, and welcome to the Tabernacle of Deliverance, Incorporated, Sunday evening services with Pastor Bernard L. Wells. We are now located at 35 South Middletown Road, Nanuet, New York, 10954, on the third floor. Wednesday evening evening Bible study at 8.15 p.m., Sunday evening service at 5.15 p.m. Communion service every third Sunday following service. You can watch our full service. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can watch our full Sunday service messages on YouTube at Pastor B.L. Wells, Wells PastorBwells.com. I'm sorry. YouTube at PastorBwells.com. Or listen to our podcast, Podcast TabernaclePodcast.org. You can support the ministry through prayer and giving. You can visit our website, tabernacleofdeliverance.org and leave a prayer request, a testimony and become a partner with us. That's tabernacleofdeliveranceinc.org. Once again, you can leave a prayer request, you can support the ministry and you can become a partner with us, amen. Let us begin with a word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, O God, for another day. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We ask you to forgive us our sins. Cleanse our hearts, O God, from all unrighteousness. We thank you, O God. We thank you, we thank you, O Lord, that you've given us another opportunity to come before you one more time. We just praise your name. We give your name the honor, the glory, and the praises. We thank you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I just want to clarify one thing. Last week I said 135 South Middletown Road and it's 35 South Middletown Road. So I just want to make sure that, you know, that was corrected. Amen? Amen. Okay, we're going to begin with our song, devotion song service. And uh, we will start with what a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels fight for him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. Once again. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. And it's repetitive. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, the angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. glory hallelujah what a mighty God we serve angels bow before him angels bow before him heaven and earth adore him what a mighty God we serve hallelujah hallelujah glory 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 to your name my God we bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. We bring the sacrifice of grace into the house of the Lord. And we offer up to you the sacrifices of thanksgiving, and we offer up to you the sacrifices of joy. Oh, we bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. We bring the sacrifice of praise. Into the house of the Lord, and we offer up to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving, and we offer up to you the sacrifice of joy, and we offer. the sacrifices of thanksgiving. And we offer up to you the sacrifices of joy. <clears throat> Glory to your name, my God. We thank you. Hallelujah. <laughs> my soul, by the Lord, My soul does magnify the Lord. He fed me when I was hungry. He watered me when I was thirsty. He saved my soul. Although I'm not worthy, my soul does magnify the Lord. My soul. Does magnify the Lord my soul, does magnify the Lord. He fed me when I was hungry, he bought me when I was thirsty, he saved my soul. Although I'm not thirsty, my soul, does magnify the Lord, one more time, my soul. Does magnify the Lord, my soul. Does magnify the Lord. He fed me when I was hungry. He me when I was thirsty. He saved my soul. Although I'm not worthy, my soul. Does magnify the Lord. My soul, my soul. Does magnify the Lord, my soul. Oh, Lord, does magnify the Lord. He felt me when I was hungry. He me when I was thirsty. Save my soul. Although I'm not worthy, my soul. Does magnify the Lord. Lord, hallelujah, let us the praise. And the glory, the glory. Let us clap our hands and praise him right now. He's working. Glory, 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 hallelujah. Let us magnify the name of the Lord. He's worthy. he's of our praises. We thank him, we thank him. He gave us another opportunity to see another day. He gave us an opportunity to have food on our table, of God. Oh God. We thank you. We give your name the glory, yeah. the honor. so It's heaven to me, wherever I'll be, as long as he will pass. I count it a privilege here, my cross to bear. If Jesus goes with me, I'll go anywhere. If Jesus goes with me, I'll go anywhere. It's heaven to me, wherever I'll be, as long as he is now, I count it a privilege, my cross to bear. if Jesus don't me, I'll go anywhere. So thank you, Jesus, for me. Glory to your name, my God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! But next one underneath, we'll sing. We're gonna sing that one. I feel like going on. I feel like going on. I feel like going on. do like so try to come on every day. I feel like going on. I feel like going on. I feel like going on. Those flowers will come on. Oh, I feel like going on. I feel a fight going on. I feel a fight going on. The trials come on every day. I feel a fight going on. I feel a fight going on. I feel like going on.
1: those
0: so On every day, I feel like going on. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. You can add another part to it. I feel like pressing my way. I feel like pressing my way. I feel like presence my way. So on every hand, I feel like present my way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Yes, glory to your name, my God. We thank you. We thank you. We're going to now turn the service over to our pastor Bernard Well. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: Amen.
1: on. I feel
0: like going on. No trials
1: come.
0: Oh, everything. I feel like
1: going on. That's the old time song. We used to sing it. Back when I first got saved, and it's <laughs> been around a long time, but I used to sing it. I feel like going on regardless of the aches and pain the bills, the disagreements of people. And you say, "Come on! I feel like going on. I feel like I'm, I'm pressing on. I feel like pressing on. I'm going to press on in God and walk with Him in the midst of all the troubles and trials and tests that we have to face each day." are you know, some people give up and run off the road because they got trials and tests? But I want to tell you something. You got to go through. If you really, truly want eternal life, you got to go through. You go through your trials. You go through your Test. But I've learned something from my pastor. He used to say, "Live right for seven months, and God will bless you. Be faithful. I once you start living right, you'll get used to living right. See, you've been doing your own thing so long, so." You're used to doing everything, But once you get used to living right, it comes easier. It's not hard. So he said, do right for seven months. I I said, Oh, that ain't anybody can do that. That was when I was a teenager. I was getting starting to get saved. And it was funny because it uh, it seemed so easy. But as I got older, I realized it's a one-day-at-a-time thing. And I had to make that seven months. And then I, once you get that thing right, you can walk with God. Now you hit phone. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you in the back. of those that are watching this broadcast, listening to it. Those who that with me in the auditorium tonight, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your salvation. We thank you for your, your breaking power and your ability to save and keep and deliver and heal. In Jesus' name, amen. Get your Bible. Amen. God hasn't changed. That's what I like about God. He hasn't changed. Those of you know that want to catch the whole podcast, you can go to uh, uh, uh pastorbewell.com and you'll pick up everything for you a uh, YouTube for tonight for the service. It's not youtube.pastorvenard.com dot uh, com, it's pastorbewell.com and you'll pick up everything for today's service. Get your Bible. Amen. While I was laying in my bed this morning, I was saying, uh, I didn't get a message from the Lord yet, so I was laying in my bed and said, you know what? i got to be still and wait on God. I realized he just gave me the message. I'd be saying, be still. Tonight, this afternoon, I want to talk to you about being still. I know that most of us don't know how to be still and wait on God, because we're used to doing our own thing. So well, since we're used to doing our own thing, we can't do God's thing. We're doing our thing. And that's what messes us up. And I think about this, about being still. It, being still really means a lot of things. You does not sit in your chair, sit in your car, waiting in traffic as we did to come here this evening. But... Being still also means walking and doing what you're supposed to do and not nothing else. And a lot of times in life we get messed up because we're not still, we're not patient, and we don't wait. And we miss our on many times. Many a times people miss their blessings because they don't listen and they don't sit still or they don't be still in their job and they quit their job. and they ain't got no and they get you And for some people in a job, listen to this, some people, it's harder for them to find another job than it was to someone else. So you got to be still. Get your Bible, and go with me real quick to Psalm 46. Psalm 46 and verse 10. Look at that verse. Psalm 46 and verse 10. The word of God is never ever going to change. We need to get that out our fixed skull. God's word is not going to change for me. It's not going to change for you. It's not going to change for your mama, your cousin, nobody. It's not changing. He said, I'm the Lord, not God. That changes not. So let's look at Psalm 46 and 10. Listen to what it says. Be still and know that I am God, and I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Listen to what this scripture says. God said, Be still, sit yourself still, and know that I am God, and I am the one making the way out of the way.
0: Y'all hear me today?
1: He said, I am.
0: God, and I need you to be still and stop trying to do When we can be still, we can stop trying to
1: play God. We can stop trying to lie, a lie. We can hear God when we're still. We can hear what God has to say when we are waiting on Him patiently. The scripture say, He's still I am God. And I will be exalted among the heathen. Who who the heathen? I'm saying. This scripture goes on to say, "They will see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven." But you got to be still and let God move and make you what He wants you to be. Just because you
0: don't have 5,000 people
1: in your ministry, it doesn't mean that God is not you. Do you? It doesn't mean that God is not with your, he's doing it, you. He's your thing. You got to understand how God works. He doesn't operate the way we operate. The Bible says here, be still to know that I am God, and I will be exalted among the heathen, and I will be exalted in the earth. <laughs> Let's take one. Let's talk about earth. Where do we come from? Most people don't know, but we came from the earth. We come from the dust of the earth, according to the scripture. So the scripture that I'm going to be exalted in the earth. He's going be exalted in your life
0: if you be still. If you stop drinking over what everybody else is doing, Stop worrying about
1: what anybody else is saying, and be still. God will be exalted in yeah. you. So you got you got to put yourself there. You got to put yourself in that spot that God's talking directly to you. Until you put yourself in that spot that God's talking to you, you're not going to see you. because you're not that to And talking to you. God, I mean, I don't let people miss that. They go
0: to church and say, hey, yeah, Jesus. But they not a plan the when they hear that God. God is
1: trying to protect you. People, people trash people that we're hearing aids most of the time. Oh, they just they can't hear. Well, I'm a guy that we're hearing it. i have been wearing them for about 35 years. And in that time, I've had people talk about me like a dog, call me deaf, make fun of me. But here's the benefit. I'm a guy that claim I have selective hearing. And sometimes I hear what you're saying and I just let you say what you're saying, make a fool of yourself. And I just go about my business because I heard what you're saying. And people be talking about me like a dog. And I just say, well, what are you do? Am I going to waste my time arguing with a dummy? No. And this is the same thing God's trying to tell us. He said, "Be still, shut your mouth, and let me do what I got to do. And I'll be exalted in your life." But we have to help. <laughs> we, have, we
0: have to help God.
1: We got to tell God the way to do it. Here we are. We're going to tell God what we want Him to do, and we want how we want how He to do it. God not like us. We keep changing. Our hair get gray and falls out after a while. Some people get weeds or toupees. They will do all kind of stuff. Dying in here and all kind of stuff. Do all kinds of stuff to lose weight. But guess what? God never changes. He's still God. He's still God. He ain't getting gray here. He ain't fumbling down the stairs because he can't walk. He's still God. He's still God. He's still got billions of angels to operate as he speaks. The Lord Jesus Christ is still there by his side. The Holy Ghost is still there by his side. God don't no change no it like us. He said, I'm the Lord thy God no change, no change, no change. And I that changes thee. God don't no change it. And I'm the Lord
0: thy God don't no make you sick. No.
1: Talk about sickness. People start crawling up in their chair. But the scripture tells us something, beloved, about us. That we need to be still and see
0: the salvation
1: of God. He said, Be still and know that I am God and I will be exalted. He wants to influence himself amongst the world through you. Not about you. He wants to be glorified through your through your talking, through your healing. He'll be glorified. And you don't allow him to be. Amen. So he earth. Let's move on to Exodus 14 and 14. Let's talk a little bit more about being still and what God had to say about it. It's interesting about being still because God don't change. He's not like us. I constantly tell people that. I normally say, when he says, thank God for what God is doing for us, with us, through us, and in the midst of us. Regardless of all the things that's going on around us, why do I keep saying that? I don't Because he's capable of fulfilling his words. Just, in Exodus fourteen and <clears> fourteen. <throat> Look at what the verse says. It says, "The Lord, listen to this. The Lord shall fight for you, and you shall hold your peace." Do it. Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. And I say, You will write your mouth. He said, You will what? hold your peace. You won't be
0: still and let God fight for oh, you. I know we're not.
1: God got it all backwards. We're not letting him fight because we going to do it ourselves. And then if we need to, we'll call him. Come on, come on, help me. i this whole thing. Come on, come on, help me. Now, the scripture says, let's look at the scripture one more time. It says, the Lord shall fight for you, and he shall hold your peace. You should shut up. You should be quiet, and let God fight the battle for you. The Bible says, the battle of the Lord, and the victory is yours. What are you doing about being still? Everybody wants to be blessed. I constantly talk about other well, preachers today that just they just talk about God's blessing them, uh of uh, uh, going to a another level in god and and, and, and and uh God is going to do greater things. I often laugh, and I know some of these preachers personally. the thing is. If a person do not be still and wait on God, they ain't going nowhere. You could tell them that all you want, that they're going to higher heights and deeper depths. If they don't be still and wait on God, they're not going nowhere in God. If you do not learn to be still and let God work in your behalf, you ain't going
0: nowhere.
1: A lot of times people go through the same. Over and over and over and over,
0: and they're coming out of trouble.
1: But they won't be still.
0: They won't let the Lord fight for them. What they do, they keep on doing it themselves. So, but they're gonna keep on going to the same crowd. Over and over nonstop. stop
1: They're gonna keep going over and over the same crowd. Every time. Why? But they won't be still. Step back and let God fight for them. Amen. A lot of women in their marriages end because they're listening to other people. When it's going to turn that husband and wife over to God and let God take care of it. And you go about your business and for God. Let me pray for the broadcast, Father, in Jesus' name. My church, you ask your church, every people so listen to the watching or listen to the broadcast right now. Break the yokes in their life and meet the knees in Jesus' name. Remember those that you are watching this broadcast, you could go to PastorBWells.com and get the rest of it of the message. Okay, now listen. Many people lose hope because they don't be still and turn things over to God and then go about your business. Now, <clears throat> people say, the Bible says that we should supposed to pray without um, uh, ceasing. We should pray all the time. Yes, the Bible did say that. It did say that. It actually said that we should pray without ceasing. But I want to tell you something. The Bible says such scripture. and see what it actually says. See, Because the scripture can turn around and also said, do not do vain repetitional prayer. What is a vain repetitional prayer? You're praying about the same thing over and over and over. The angels of God are holding their heads. You're giving them heads. Oh God, save my husband. Oh God, save my husband. Oh God, bless you with a job. I would make a joke about the blessing with a child. You ask God for a child. You get up your knees or wherever you go pray. Oh God, bless me with a child. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Today, lady, you come back. Oh God, bless me with a child. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Three days later, four days later, a week later, how much later you come back? Oh God, bless me you with a job. Thank you, Jesus, Hallelujah. And God's trying to say, hold up, hold up, hold up, guys. You already asked me for a job. How many jobs do you want at one time? You see, what happens is if we don't be still and wait for God to work on the issue, we are supposed to just wait for God to move. We are supposed to wait for God to work in our behalf, fix the issue, there another issue, fix the issue for us. But what we do, we'll go back and keep asking God you need to do the same thing over and over. He doesn't work like that. He does not operate like that. God wants us to ask him for whatever we need or whatever the case and then praise him for it. And then glorify for it. That's what we need to do. We need to glorify God for the things that we ask for, and then wait on him and be still and watch your Look at this. It says in verse 14, it says, The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. How many people hold their peace? How many people are already in the mood to show somebody peace to their mind? You know we gotta bring our flesh under to be ready to tell somebody off. We was in Costco the other day. My wife went out and I was gonna do some people in at Costco. I'm not that bad. I think gonna bail me. I'm not fighting. Uh, she laughed. <laughs> oh, nice guy. They were driving around at the entry. I'm like, come on, let's go. move it, move it. She's like, oh my gosh, you're so I'm mean. I'm not mean. I want them to move. Deciding which cart they want to use, holding up the line. Should I get this cart? Should I get that cart? What should I do? I'm like, move! I wasn't being still. I wanted them to move to go shopping. But the God wanted us to be still so He could fight for us. If we don't allow God to fight for us, we're going to lose it now. We're going to lose it because we don't have the ability and the authority to defeat the devil. It is God that endows that power and authority in us. But when we don't wait on Him, it's not going to happen. Let's go on now to Isaiah chapter 40. But you gotta understand something about waiting on God. You gotta wait. You gotta be still. You have to be willing to wait on God. You have to be willing to allow God to work with you and through you. Look at that verse. All right, I want y'all to read that verse. Read that verse out loud. See what say. Read the verse. Read that. Yeah, Isaiah 40:31. Read it. I want y'all to read it together.
0: Isaiah 40. Okay. Okay. Isaiah chapter forty and thirty one. Mm-hmm. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings and eagle as eagles. They shall, they shall, shall young run young. and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This
1: is how our life is supposed to actually be. Look at the verse. They that wait upon the Lord. Be still. Be silent. Be quiet. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I don't just mean anything. I think of my mother in law. He did today. But I think about because I often make a joke about my mother in law. My mother in law will drag herself out her bed and go about her business. She's not going to sit there. Oh, poor me. Poor me. And she drags herself out and goes about her business. Listen to what the scripture says, but then we upon the Lord shall remove and God gives her strength. Even she don't see strength. is that something? God will give you strength to keep moving. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes your body don't want to move. The Bible says, they shall follow their ego, they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint.
0: Yeah.
1: We just be fainting away when we're going about our business. People faint in the heat. People faint in the cold. It's too cold. They can't take it. The wind cuts their breath off and they pass out. That it's too hot and they pass out in the heat. You know why? Because man can't seem to adjust to nothing. Yes. we are the first one to be faithful. You gotta wait for God to renew your strength. Strength isn't just physical strength. It's mental strength as well. It's spiritual strength. It's strength, the ability to eat the food and digest the food that you eat. It's the ability to sit down and read with understanding. Ah, oh, come on. Wake up. Wake up, people. It's true. The word of God never fails. He said, They that win upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Yeah. They shall follow as evil. They shall run. They shall run. And not be worried. You can go about your business. You can walk before God and do the job God has in you. And not be worried when other people get in the way. They tell. They, my friend used to tell me. Brother Oliver used to tell me how preachers often die before when they hit fifty. They die heart attack. He, he used to scare me to death telling me that. But it's true. I even actually read about that. Princes would die a lot of times when they hit the 50 because they all stressed out and worried about the people. I'm worried about this. I ain't worried about nothing. I don't own no people. So I ain't worried about it. That's the difference. I'm just an under-shepherd. I ain't, uh, my job is not to worry. I don't see nowhere in the Bible that we're supposed to worry. We're supposed to pray for people and trust God. Not lean on to our own understanding. The Bible said, to the Lord that ways acknowledge him. And he will direct our path. That's why the God ain't changing. God has never, ever changed. He's capable, he's willing to heal, to deliver, to break the open. Oh my goodness. To mend marriages and home, family. People don't even know God is the God of family. Don't even know that God is the God of family, they don't realize that. A lot of people don't know that God is the God of family, He is the author of family, He is the creator of family. That's why they talk about the family of God in the Bible because God is the God of family. Yeah. So, the those that we that wait upon the Lord will renew our strength. Well, have, well, you If you learn about eagles, you'll notice how smart the eagles are. Which is very fascinating. Because the eagles could be way up in the sky. This is interesting. And they look down and see the fish. It's below the water. Swimming, going about his business. And they'll make the, uh, the, the eagles make a sound before they pitch their prey. They go, <laughs> And they go snatch their prey. The prey had no clue that they were gonna be dated. <laughs> right. It's amazing. So the scriptures strength, But then they wait upon the Lord, shall renew their strength, and they shall man up with wings and eagles. And it's the eagles wings that give them the ability to do that. Isn't that something? The eagle's no way that would give them the ability outside of their eyesight see it. What they're going after? Now, i seen some stuff. i seen the eagle try to pick up a big ram. I'm kind he was letting that ram go. A big ram. The eagle, did not have half the size of a rat. He tried to did They both tumbled down the hill together. I'm like, this can't be truly really happening. Yes. Once the eagle go after his pray, it's not giving up until we get. That's something yeah. to think about. It. So the scripture talks about the law of that wings and ears, the ability to move. And do what we gotta do. When other people faint in the way, don't know what to do. You have a heavy I just don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. I just don't know what to do. Now you are supposed to say, I don't to do I could call on God to get a prayer for me. Amen. Uh, they still don't know what to do. And they're pulling their hair uh, out. That's why people jump off of bridges. I'm not kidding you. They jump off of bridges and uh-huh. commit suicide because they don't know what they do. They don't know the Savior. Yeah. They don't know Christ in the heart of their sin. They don't know the key
0: and the delivery and the way they the the
1: the I'm telling you. We have to get ourselves in the mind. Will we be stealing God right, and allow God to work through it? Amen. Regardless of what's going on. I remember when I first started pastoring in Connecticut, I had an unusual experience there. It's an experience most preachers don't want at all. I even tried to get preachers to come out and preach for me. And I started, they, they none of them, not only one came, no, two came. All the preachers I generally invited. That church outside of fasting at. They were scared of Danbury, Connecticut because it was known for witchcraft, which still is. So there was this man that the whole town, all the preachers were scared of, and I didn't know. All the preachers were scared of him. When he came, they went the other way. I found out later. <clears throat> so one day, he came into the service. But the church they already knew who he was. So she was like moving out the way. But I didn't know. I had no clue. But I have a rule. You're not disrupting my service. You're not going to let the devil run loose with you because I'm going to put you in your place in Jesus'
0: name.
1: Amen. And he came in, I said, in I said, shut up in Jesus' name. I said, shut up in Jesus' name. Hold your people. I wouldn't lay hands on that man. Everybody that belonged to that church was in disbelief and shock. They were like, oh. I'm trying to figure why everybody's scared. Because the man had a reputation that he was demon-possessed and all the preachers stayed away from him and I didn't know that. And I'm glad I didn't know that. You know why? Because my flesh would have got afraid. My flesh would have responded to what I heard. You got to know what you are hear. That's why you got to be silent. And I prayed for him. I never had a problem with him. One day I was coming back up to the church. I seen him wallowing in the street. And the police, the police trying to pick him up. It was funny. They were scared to pick him up. They were like, get him, get him. But they knew he were leaving for that. But you're not coming to no service for me to strengthen it. I've been challenged, and i will probably be challenged again. And the devil wants to hate himself. Don't think the devil don't go to church. And, uh, he goes to church more often than you do. <laughs> He's doing church. I learned that there, yeah, but I'm not running from those no spirits. I keep telling you, you can't run from spirits, because they're going to jump on somebody else. I'm not kidding you. I'm not trying to stand up. I'm telling you the truth. Y'all need to watch that movie, End of Days. But what's the name? Arnold Schwarzenegger. George Becker, I never get his name right. Arnold Schweitzer was Arnie with him. <laughs> but the thing in the scripture here tells us that we have to wait on God and allow him to renew our strength. That we think one of the things that God want us to renew our strength so we won't be willing, we won't fail in way like many other people do.
0: Yeah.
1: I keep telling people just going to church, don't do that. It's more than just going to church because if they were just going to church then everybody would be okay. Everybody would be okay. Yeah. This two got to go to home, the husband beating them up, while cheating on them, husband cheating on them crazy children. Building out of control, but when you truly get God in your life, God will work for you. Amen. amen. When you truly trust God, God will make ways that are unbelievable. You? Yes, yes. He will tear down all that you're was never able to be turned around. He'll open that you're not but never able to be open because it's God. Yes, yes, Hallelujah.
0: God. We got to learn how
1: to be in God and allow Him to work in us. People may call me a chicken in life, but I'm not a chicken in God. The, the difference with everyday life and not knowing everything and not knowing what's going to happen is one thing. But it's another thing when you know God, He's a performer of His mood. Yes. When God performs his word, you can sit back and be silent and be still because you know he's gonna do it. He don't fail. This is the body, my boy, he doesn't fail. weak. Preacher lie on God and said, God said, sister so-and-so, God said he's gonna bless you with a house. I've had somebody do that to me, and I had to rebuke them. Ah, don't don't come lying to me. They're gonna tell me. This is about, what, 20, 22 years ago, 23 years ago. They're going to tell me, God's going to bless you with a house.
0: <laughs> I started
1: laughing. I'm, I was upset because I'm trying to keep the house of God. They're going to tell me God's going to bless me with another house? I look like a dummy. You got to know when God is speaking through people. So you don't get trapped up. I know many people ran with stuff like that. Lost the hope that they had. huh? Why are you in the street with nothing? Because they went by what someone said that God said. God don't ever. If God told you, I'm going to bless you with a new car, he's going to confirm it and cause it to come to pass. Don't come telling me 25 years later. Oh, come on, come on, come on. So you're going to go for 25 years, you no, you got to hear you car. Oh, come on, come on. If God promised you something, this is what makes, OK. Do you know God promised everybody in this building 70 years? God actually promised everybody in the building 70 years. Now, hold on now. He said, if by reason of strength there'll be four score years, which is 80 years. Now, my mother-in-law has the strength for four score years. She done passed four score years. My mother has passed four score years. Isn't that something? The Bible says if reason of strength in your body and in your mind, God said you and him are. That's something to think about. It didn't say you had to be saved. It didn't say you had to be jumping up and down and screaming. It said it by reason of strength. This is why you need to know what God lot of people don't know that. Most people have no clue that God has promises specifically for them. The Bible says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither have they entered into the hearts of many think that God has prepared for those that love Him. That's how you start separating the people that love God and love church building. It's true. Many people love church building and don't love God. All right, let's move on real quick. Go to Mark 439. My wife sing one of those songs. I hear it, I hear it right now. You sing one of the songs that she sang, <clears throat> we've sung many times in street services and um in church. And that of goes like this: What a mighty God we serve! What a mighty God we serve! What a mighty God we serve! What a mighty God, God we serve! Angels bow before Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve! Did you hear the words to what I just said? <clears throat> What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. He's capable of performing when we be stale. Okay. <clears throat> Mark 439. And now this is Jesus talking. This is Jesus acting here. There, and he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, peace be still, and the wind, the, the wind see, and it was great cloud. Huh. Let me read it again.
0: <clears throat> and he
1: arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, peace be still, and the wind see, and it was a great cloud. Why? Because he's a God of stillness. He's a God of peace. One of the things I've learned about God is, he don't need you. You need him. And I. And just like people say, God wants your money. God wants you to give your money. God doesn't want you to give your money. God wants you to live right and do the responsibility that you're supposed to do. To help the ministry that you're a part of. God wants you to do that, but God wants your money. I know preachers don't tell us like it is but the way it is. I don't need a dime from you. Not a penny. And the money's dirty to him anyway. Got all that ink on it. God got all the gold and silver. He got, got all that there He don't need it. It's the ministry that needed. They just don't tell you the truth. They got lying preachers. Okay, so Mark 439 says, and he arose and he rebuked the wind. <clears throat> and set up to the sea, peace be still in the wind. sea. See a great time. Did you hear what I just said? Oh, the Lord did what speak. That's why He wants us to be still, so He can speak. All we need to do is shut our mouths and be still and wait on God and let him speak. If you read about the story about Daniel, Daniel was praying 21 days and he was waiting on God. It's not that God wasn't going to answer. The king of Persia that tried hindered hindered a message from Daniel to bring to him. From my father, our archangel, had to come and pray for him, but the message came through you got to read your Bible. God wants to perform. But we have to learn how to be still, even on our child. A lot of times people don't get promotions but they won't shut up. The bosses know when you're doing your job. even they- Sometimes they just watch to see what you're going to do, how you're going to carry on. If, uh, if an African-American or a Hispanic person cry racism, a lot of times it's not racism. Sometimes they want to see what you're going to do. Sometimes they want to see what you're going to do. not only racism, but sometimes you ain't doing your job. You ain't getting no promotion. I've already been down that road with some of my staff when I worked at the store. They didn't do their job. They took off. Oh, this was the race. <laughs> What you get a raise? Yes, it was a phone call. All I had to pick up the phone and say, "So and so need to raise," and I've done it. I wasn't doing it. They want working. I was just doing it. work. Oh. No, I said, "Anything you gonna get fired? <laughs> That's gonna be your raise." I remember when I first started working in that store. They, uh, the manager, which I didn't know, the head manager, the general manager, that was over me. He was staying hiding in one of the other stock rooms and listening to me. He was even scared because <laughs> he, he thought I was crazy. So when a new staff member came in to work and would we'll come to work in my department, I told him in the stock room. I said, "This is the stock room here," and I'll tell. Him, I'll give him one of the real stern faces. I said, "Listen, I know everything in the stock room. If you steal anything, I'll fire you and I'll have you arrested." I mean, they used to. <laughs> It was everybody. <laughs> they, they were. Nobody was still nothing when I was working in the entire store. but so they called me crazy. But the Bible teaches, I want you to listen to this. The Bible actually teaches us to care for other people's stuff as if it was your own. I,
0: so I cared for the store that everyone was owned and
1: the owners even knew it. Everybody knew I cared for that store, but you're not still on this the devil is alive. Besides, you take a liar. Besides, you're taking commission from me, Stella. I'm not having that. you got to use wisdom. That's why God tells us to be still and see what's going on and let him work for us. So look at that verse. It says, And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. You have to let the Lord do this speaking. You have to let the Lord do the work. This is what message is done. We keep trying to do His job and not what we're supposed to do. The Bible says some people are sent to plant, some people are sent to water. God gives the increase Himself, or He sent somebody to give the increase. That's not going to work. When you learn God's word, you're gonna find out God can send you to plant a seed in somebody's life. And then He's gonna send somebody else to water it with the Word of God or oh, kindness or love or whatever. And then God is gonna send somebody or Himself, He is going to give the increase that's needed. People want to talk about they want to be blessed. Oh, to be, they go pay thousands of dollars to these ministry. They never received nothing. Hoping to get a hundredfold. And there's no way the Bible says that everybody in the service is going to get a hundredfold because the scripture don't say that. He said some. Some going to get 30. Some going to get 60. Some going to get a hundredfold. And then they all look at the money. It's just not in the Bible. It doesn't say you're going to get money back. I came for church a thousand dollars, so I know I'm looking for God to give me a hundred thousand dollars back. You's a fool. But the scripture don't see that. And if you've been sucking by some preachers, you need to get them right. Go tell them they're a lying prophet.
0: Let's move on.
1: The Lord rebuked that storm. He wants to rebuke the storms in your life, but you gotta be excited and let him. You gotta be still and let the Lord work. Okay, let's go on. Let's go, let's go over to Psalm 37. This will be part one. Uh, be still. Let's go over to Psalms 37 real quick. Psalms 37 and 7. at that, Listen to what this scripture actually tells us to do. Beloved, as soon as we found the scripture, We can receive the rewards. It says, 68 verse 7, rest in the Lord. Rest in the Lord. It says, and patiently wait for him. Patiently wait for him, and wait, pray not thyself, because of him who prospered in his way, and because of the man who brings wicked devices to pass? Who do dirt and all kind of corrupt things to succeed? And you're not moving forward, but the scripture says, "Rest in the Lord." Stop worrying about stuff, put it in God's hands, and go about your daily business. Resting in the Lord means just yes, that: is being still and not worried about the issue. You. When oh, you go about your daily business, I prayed about a lot of things. I just go about my business, but I'll recommend one thing. When you put prayers before the Lord, write the prayers down so when God bring those requests to pass, you can check them off and see what God's done. You can brag on it. You wrote it down on paper and put it on a, a wall or whatever, and then when it, it comes to pass, you can check it off that God did it. You can see that God did it. So the scripture that verse
0: 7,
1: rest in the Lord. Wait and wait patiently for him. You've got to wait. Did you hear what I'm saying? When you're still, you're waiting. Now listen to this. Waiting doesn't just mean sitting in a chair and going to work every day. If you want to get a promotion. You go to work, you put it before the Lord, but you're patiently waiting for God to bring it up to pass. It doesn't mean you got to go to work and try to outwork everybody. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're going to go to work and try to uh, outwork everybody. So may, I'm going to get that ring. I'm going to get that ring. Said, the Bible says that what did it Rest in the Lord. And what the other scripture say? Be quiet. Shut up and go about your job. Go so about your job. I know one individual. And what about their job? Every day, other people will get promotions and everything else. And they didn't kill, kill them out of the racism. They didn't kill nobody or nothing. But they did their job. And then when time comes for God, you've got to understand where true promotion comes from. True promotion comes from God. Not just man giving your promotion. So you individual got a five-step promotion. Why? Wow. Because God seen it fit. You've got to learn to wait patiently and be still in God and allow God to work in your behalf. But you know what? Because we don't keep our mouth shut, we miss the blessing. We miss the deliverance. We miss the healing. We we'll keep our be mouth shut. Maybe your mouth shut and you praise and thank God. For what you asked for. Not getting on the phone telling everybody all your business, you can't, you ain't gonna get no reward that way. And wait. Look at that verse. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Now it tells you to do something. Don't break over what other people are doing. One of the things about my sister, I like, she said. One of my sisters. She said, well, I I don't know what other people do. They got to do with me. I got to do what I got to do to get what I'm supposed to get. And that's how we're supposed to be. You're not focusing on other people's success. You can't look at other people's success. Because you can't receive yours. You do not focus on what the scripture says break not yourself, you can't be flipping out about what other people have. If I spend all my time working on all of the preachers I know that got 5,000 people in their congregation and they got this and they got that, I'll never get what God has for me. I'll never hear the voice of God because my mind is focused on that. My mind is focused on what they got. Don't know how they got it now. Some of them lied, cheated, and stole. You don't know how they got what they got, but you you threatening and flipping out, moving your head. The scripture tells us here in verse seven: "Fret not yourself because of him that prospereth in his way, and because of the, the of the man that bringeth wicked devices to pass." You to understand that God does not change. He's the unchanging God. He doesn't change. He's not like us. He's never going to change. He's never going to change his mind. Sin is too wrong in his sight. Salvation is still available to those that want it. Those of you that are watching this broadcast right now, you need to be saved. This is your moment to give your life to the Lord. This is your moment to be still in God and allow God to bring
0: you through
1: oh <coughs> Bow your heads with me, and those of you that are watching this broadcast, let's pray for salvation. Let's pray for salvation through God, Christ Jesus. Repeat after me Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart, come into my life, save me right now. I thank you for saving me. And becoming my Lord and my personal Savior. I thank you for salvation and dying on the cross and rising on the third day. In Jesus' name, Amen. Beloved, actually go to the this broadcast. It's that simple, that simple prayer of accepting Christ as your personal savior allows you. To come into Christ Jesus allows you to learn how to be still in God and allow God to work in your behalf. It's God's plan that you succeed. Nothing. Let me pray for you, Father, in Jesus' name. I thank you for everyone watching this broadcast right now. ask you to touch, heal, deliver, and make free. Break the yokes in their life. Continue to touch them in Jesus' name. Amen. Until next Sunday at 5.15 p.m. On Wednesday night at 8.15 p.m., I see you then. Be blessed.